My name is Olivia Francis. I'm a multi-award-winning artist and songwriter living in Nashville, Tennessee. Welcome to What's Your Birthday and What Does It Mean? Sisters Jerry Isaacs and Donna Bernard, co-moderators of the popular Clubhouse Room, explore life's dynamics from their unique point of view based on the day you are born. Sponsored by NashvilleGuitarGuru.com and DearWiseWomen.com. Always fun, never disappoints. It's always in the cards. Hey there, it's Jerry Isaacs from DearWiseWomen.com. We're on 360 Network for Women. I'm here with my sister, Donna Bernard. Hey, Donna. Hey, Jerry. We had so much fun with your visit coming to New York. I know I hadn't been there in such a long time, really. You know, it it was so much fun. And it's interesting because as families get together for the holidays, we were really all excited and it goes by so fast. And we tried to schedule out all the times like, okay, we're going to do a photo shoot. Okay, get ready. Go here and smile. (laughs) (laughs) Who knew you couldn't smile, Donna? I knew. You know, there's ways to smile and to look very good. And there's ways to hold your hold yourself. <laughs> and I'm sorry that I waited until we were almost at the end of the photo shoot to show you. <laughs> I know everyone trips me up and goes, oh, by the way, you should be turning to the right and putting your hip to the left and then this to the left. So for, for our listeners, if you're going to do a photo shoot, practice online before and we don't listen to the tips and you know it's really easy to like you know take your take your phone and you know do selfies and see how you're smiling to see whether it looks good I mean we have ways of knowing we don't have to develop pictures like we did when we were growing up you know oh that's true thousands of pictures and let's develop them and see what is good so we have the advantage now but we still need to practice our smiles. Well, and it was fun because when you we we took a picture, not only Jerry and myself, but with our sis, with our third sister, Lisa. So it was really kind of fun being able to do these photo shoots um, just in the backyard. But it, it was interesting. And then being together, um, we did get a call from one of the uh, one of my Lisa's friends whose daughter was really in need and was struggling. So you fit in a private session on top of all the family gathering to help someone. Yeah. And it was really my pleasure to do that because in all honesty, this girl needed to, she needed a talking to because she had been in college and had a horrible experience, you know, and I assumed when I heard she was in school in Louisiana and she was from New York, that it was a, you know, regional thing that, that maybe the Southern girl, she didn't get along, but no, right. no, no. It was the girls from her own, from region, New York. Yeah. That were giving her a hard time. And, you know, she was very sweet. She admitted, she said she did, she did things wrong and she admitted it and took responsibility, but they wouldn't forgive her. And, you know, of course, it had to do with a boy. Isn't it always about a boy? uh, You know, it is always often about a boy. But I was able to, like, look into her chart from last year about what was happening. And sometimes you do this on a deeper level. It's a different type of It's a different reason, not the personality. Um, I always start with that just to make sure the person, you know, I have the right person uh, personality traits, yeah, the idea of who she is, you know, and I could see really clearly, you know, I would say to her, well, was that a problem here? And, you know, she would look at me like, and go like, oh my God, like, how did you know that? Um, but then when I looked forward, cause it was just her birthday to this year, she had great cards. She had cards, all Kings and, you know, business cards. I'm like, do you want to have a business? And she's like, yeah, I do. I'm like, well, then it's time to do that because you have really great business cards. And, you know, I spent an hour with the girl. She walked in with her slumped over, like really sad. And she walked out 
like holding her head high and excited for what the year had to, you know, had in store for her. And she was able to put past, forget all the, what happened at school. She was not going back there anyway and move forward. And that like really made me happy. And, And it is because when we, when we help someone and it's so personal and you see the transformation because we all carry these heavy loads around and we don't know how to just let them go and just say, gone, look <laughs> forward. It, it's sometimes it's very hard to, to let go of those things. I mean, especially when, um, you know, she felt so harassed. I mean, well, and also we overanalyze our roles, their roles. And she was another beautiful girl. She was be- a very pretty, beautiful girl. I'm like, if a girl like that has trouble, but, you know, once again, I, I think a lot it's of a theme. pretty girls have a, a really, you know, it'd be really nice to be a really pretty, pretty girl. But, you know, maybe just being a, a nice looking girl is better in a way. <laughs> I mean, this girl was I, really I know. pretty. She I, was pretty, I know. and and they took they just took away all her self confidence. And I it, felt like it is a mean girl world. It, we we have to change that narrative from a mean girl um, world because you know women are used to tearing each other down. I know. It's just the sad truth of you know who's who's. Um, yeah popular who's pretty who's we we need to figure something better out you know I know and sometimes I guess these these girls well this had not I mean it had to do with a boy and whatever but you know even when you're going for jobs like you know that you're you know we know some girls who have that sort of challenge and getting a job in this you know you wonder like so when a guy when they see a really pretty beautiful girl are they going to worry about hiring her because of you know the yes that's the, yes that's you the know, what is she going to do i mean when i grew up and i and a man at work might have said to me hey you know something you know hey sweet something whatever i usually right. felt good about it it did make me think oh my god you're you know you're you're you know stepping over a line i never felt that way um but Right now, did you see that Harvey Weinstein is back on trial? That he got he got a um the an appeal, so he this they're doing the trial again. Oh my goodness! And now Bill Murray's in the news because he on, on the yeah on the film because he was he's filming something and he was really inappropriate. Bill Murray from like. From like Groundhog Day, that Bill Murray, yeah, and and Ghostbusters, really, and they sh- and now it's I think it's Greenlight is owned by Disney. They basically shut down production, oh. and I I mean it's a whole scandal. We haven't, and then they they did a a settlement. He didn't he wasn't aware that he was making people uncomfortable. Yet Gina Davis came forward. Really, and actually talked about how he made her uncomfortable back in the day. You know, it was a different time, a different day, and maybe when they, when you're really that talented and that pretty, you don't want to hear that from men. You know, maybe it's the more average people like me that felt flattered instead of you know. Harassed. I have no idea. I, I don't know, but but you know, there's a way, and, and we talked about this with Cuomo because when somebody treats a woman inappropriate, it almost is like the sets the 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 light on shines a light on the woman that she's easy or it makes her a mark. So they may think, oh, I'm just doing this to you, but it gives other pe- other men or other people it, it right. demeans you. And other incidents may follow that you didn't even think about. Yeah, I know. And I know this is going to come out of left field for you, but, you know, I've been watching your favorite show Suits with your beloved Meghan Markle, you know, and it occurred to me, you know, when I'm watching it and I really, I do love it. I really do. Yeah. It's a lot of really inappropriate 
sexual things in that. And she's pretty god darn sexy. And there is a lot between the men and the women. And in a, in times right now, I don't think that that would be viewed in the same way. And it's yeah, not that old, but it's still nine seasons. Yeah, you know, the, and listen, I've worked in offices where you have your work family, your work husbands, and you kind of know, you, you know, it, the work, it somehow has to become a balance where you can't not have fun talking to someone, but you can't be inappropriate. Like, this, this has to be, we're not robots. No, no. But, and when you fall in love with someone who you work with, that's a whole different thing. Well, you're supposed to go right to HR and, and sign a disclosure that you're in a relationship with someone. Now, Now. how long has that been on? Oh, about two, about two minutes. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, you know, I'm watching it going, well, you know, she's really beautiful. I mean, they brought in the fact of her of her black father and, right. and the fact that she was black which you know came out of left field for me because i didn't ex- i knew she was but i didn't expect that to be part of the show mm-hmm. you know and they brought that in i thought that was a good thing but you know there were a lot of hot steamy things and i'm watching her going and she's the princess <laughs> right isn't that funny to say I, oh and by the way it's Megan Markle, princess. the princess. I mean, like, oh, okay. You know, so I just, I don't know. And the cast all went to the wedding. They did, really? Yeah, well, because I was a fan. I was like, oh, there they are. <laughs> right, I didn't, I hadn't watched it, so I didn't know. Although, I mean, and me, I, I, you know, I love the cute guys. What can I tell you? You know, I like watching them. I like, you know, I find them attractive. And, and the guy that's not so cute. You know, Lewis is a little, you know, not. Oh, you're going to like Lewis. There's going to be some things that you'll be like, oh my God, I actually understand Lewis better. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you Don't now. Don't ruin it for me. Don't ruin it for me. But that could be a whole nother, a whole nother uh, segment. But you know what? I think we should take a break right now, yes. a short break. And um, let's see, what are we going to tee up? What are we going to talk about when we come back? We'll see. I think we're going to be talking about some interesting people in the news. There you go. That's a promise. Be right back. Hey, Donna. Hey, Jerry. You know. There you go. You know. You said you're going to own the fact that you say you know. I listened to our first segment that we did, and I noticed how I have a really big propensity for saying you know. And although it didn't really bother me, I don't always even hear it. I happen to notice it, and I'm like, I'm going to try very hard. Not to say it. And what do I do? I start out by saying, Donna, you know, <laughs> we're going to see how this experiment um, works because I'm um, then sure you I added can... the um. We got rid of the yums <laughs> and then you added the yums. I said, let's just not bring back the yums. You're right. Um, you know, <laughs> those little things we try to eliminate in our speech, but we also don't want to make it boring. So if it's more exciting for me to talk and say, you know, every once in a while, I might just have to say it. Just well, like I not, just like not, I move. <laughs> well, we're not scripted. We don't have cue cards. And I think that's why our audience base really follows us and enjoys our shows because we're we're talking from the heart and we're talking off the cuff and it's a real conversation. Yes. 
you know. And it's always based on the same theme. Why the day you were born sets your personality traits. And it really gives us insight into the inner superpowers of people. And it's a good segue because we're going to be talking about some really powerful people today. Let's go. There you go. Where do we start, Jerry? I think we're starting with our our uh, Elon Musk. I I have been fascinated with Elon Musk for a very long time, as some of our listeners may know, because we've written stories and we've talked about him. And you know, he's now buying Twitter. And in the news, Jamie Dimon, that's his, he's the CEO of uh, J.P. Morgan Chase, said, Elon. Man up, buy Twitter and fix the bots. What because the hell are bots? Okay, so it's really interesting that you say that because we take it for granted. And we've actually had first experience with bots. So bots, it's a short for robot, right? We, it's just, you know, the slang of bot, robot became bot. And it's, it's an autonomous program on the internet or the networks that can interact with systems or users and basically, it mimics um, oh, this ma'am behavior, right? So it can multiply, and there's not. They can create uh, different names. They can multiply fast. So when I had ninety four Keanu Reeves, <laughs> they were bots. You think? It, they could be bots. I mean, bots on social media are, are fake accounts with fake personalities. Well, when people, when I get phone calls sometimes, I've noticed lately that they are very robotic. So <laughs> a lot of times I'm going, I'm listening and I'm going, you're a robot. And they actually say, no, there's a real person here. And I'm like, no, you're a robot. <laughs> it's so funny. But I think you can tell when it's a robot talking to you, usually. Well, social media bots are becoming more prevalent and better at mimicking human behavior Scary. on social media platforms. And, and there's many examples, but the, the truth is it really harms or hurts everyone because it's not genuine, right? right. So right. one of Elon Musk's uh, big things about Twitter was that it had a lot of bots, which could be fake accounts, overestimating their 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 numbers, the number of users, because you know I I had a lot of um, you know I had a lot of there wasn't I didn't no. see no I didn't see you know. <laughs> I do have social media Twitter guy people that follow me on Twitter that are not the people that they say they are. And I think that, you know, I was really excited. Someone famous was following me until, oh, who was that? I, I can't remember. Uh, one of the big, con- oh, Darius Ruckus, until I realized Rucker, <laughs> created a ruckus with me. But it wasn't him. Of course not. But, but the fact that Jamie Dimon, who's runs a, a massive J.P. Morgan Chase CEO, he said, you know what, Elon? I don't like bots either. And you're smart enough, you fix it. I thought he wanted to fix the edit button. Edit. Well, that it started with the edit button and then <laughs> it went to the bots. Because it started with the edit because once you send a tweet, you can't change it. Mm-hmm. So that really bothered him. But then when he acquired it, went to the acquisition, it didn't have as many accounts because of all the bots. So there were a lot of fake accounts. Yeah. So anyway, I, I thought that was kind of interesting because these are really powerful men and they've had different disputes over the over the years and different lawsuits. But for Jamie Dimon to say, you're smart enough, just go fix it. We will all benefit. It's like some of the other things that Elon Musk has done that we've benefited from. Well, I love his space travel. I'm a big space geek. I really am. And you are. You know, I watched just recently he had another um, mission go up and there was actually a um, it was going to the space station, the International Space Station. And there was a crew for people and it was a Russian woman on it. And you know, Russia and America have a deal when it comes to the International Space Station. 
And I think they're going to be going up for six months and they're doing all sorts of um, experiments and stuff that help all of us. So we don't fight in space. It's no. just, we fight it's on, just the <laughs> on the ground with Putin. Right. But the, the, the astronauts don't fight. Well, most people don't fight. So it was a big deal. Now, his that that rocket went up, and the unique thing is that with Elon and and his um, SpaceX, there I'm not sure. I can't tell you all the technical stuff. But when the rocket goes up, you know those rocket boosters and all those things. Mm-hmm. Part of it comes down, and it it comes down, and it act like there's a parachute. And then it, it comes for a landing and there's a boat waiting and there's a like X marks a spot and it lands on the boat. That's and, incredible. And it's reusable, it's recycled. So it cuts down a lot of the expense of putting stuff going, of having rockets go up. So well, because I they always splash down in the ocean. And even if they retrieve them, this is much this is a really highly technical thing can you imagine sending something up and having it come down and land on a boat i mean it's it's quite amazing and i was just i was excited about that and i was also excited about that asteroid um that the dart i don't know if you saw you probably did because i was in new york i made everyone in the house yes you did it's the dart it stood for double asteroid redirection test um big thing was to see they knew there was an asteroid there were two double asteroids and the small one was circling the the big one and they wanted to make to see whether they could divert it to so stop something if a big one was coming towards the earth if they could redirect it and they had a small thing that they that went up in space and i guess it took a while to get there and then it was going to crash into the little asteroid and the whole thing was, will it change its course? Will it, will it change? They Black. had, they were, it was 11 hours. I think the, the asteroid, you know, like the earth were going around the sun yeah. and all that. So they checked how long it would take. And then they wanted to see, measure how long it would take the asteroid now to go. And it was like three times longer than they thought it would. So they know they redirected the, where it was going. So they feel really excited that, of course, what the the asteroid that wiped out the dinosaurs was six miles long, quite a difference by the than this little tiny asteroid. However, they know that technically they have an idea that can really save the planet, and I think that was really exciting. And I we were watching, if you remember, the asteroid, the the. Uh, camera it was coming closer and closer and closer to the asteroid we no one knew what was going to happen and then it just went blank because it it was gone it hit the asteroid it was so exciting and and you know why it's really exciting to watch these things and watch john f kennedy said we can do it well no i think what happens is it really lifts everyone up because day to day you hear all the news on the ground and it's just you're plodding through every day. But if you can watch things that lift you up, it's really a positive because everyone in our family remembers watching it with you and sharing in the excitement. And who I knows? Went, it was right. I was like, watch, watch. You got <laughs> it was very exciting because it was it was happening as we sat there, just like this moon landing. See. When we were younger, everyone watched Superman. So you just thought Superman would go fly into space and just rearrange things. But there but, was no Superman. And, then, <laughs> and, and Kryptonite. Called, unless his name is Elon Musk. I don't know. <laughs> you know, maybe, maybe we're going to call Elon Musk Superman. I think that's in my story. I'm going to have I'll, Superman next to him. I'll tell you my only problem with Elon well, you didn't say, I, let's refresh his cards. Okay, let's talk about his cards. So he's a two clubs. Yep. Which is the card of conversation, which is interesting. Him wanting Twitter com, com, conversation makes a little bit of sense. Then he's got that seven of spades, the double of seven of spades. And that is a very powerful 
card, one of the more powerful ones in the deck, especially having a double seven of spades. And as long as he is always doing things for the better good, because it's a spiritual number, he can be hugely successful and famous. Duh, like that's who he is. And that's what he was doing with Tesla, with his car. And then he was doing it with SpaceX. So he's really living the high side of that card. And I would, in my talking right now, I'd have to say I would expect him to follow through, even though I've heard him say that he would allow, let's say, Donald Trump with, you know, he, he would, he wants free speech. He likes the idea of free speech. I don't believe that speech is free if it's if it's a lie. Well, because then the bots multiply it and push it into the wrong places to reinforce the negative conversations. Right. The so only one of the thing, wait, the one thing that everyone always goes is you can't yell fire in a movie theater. So we all always hear that, but that's such a perfect way to describe why some speech shouldn't be free because it it, hurts people. It's interesting because I didn't read it in depth yet, but Jamie Dimon made a comment that Twitter should be more responsible with its algorithms on where it pushes out. So we know the effects, but I think we have some interesting people looking at it because maybe there's a way that you know, you, you could you could know what people say, but it can't go infect people. Right. So now Jamie Diamond, be- you want Jamie Diamond's cards really quick? Yeah, Jamie Diamond, yes. <laughs> He's his ten of diamonds is his first card. Which is of so funny, of course. And that's a card like that blessed card of being surrounded by people and money and you know, if that of all the cards in the deck, that one is is the opposite of the seven of spades. It's like the blessing card. And then he has a three of spades, which is the really, you know, extremely creative card. Nine of hearts, which is a loving, you know, unconditional love and one to help the world really. And an ace of diamonds, which keeps him always wanting to learn something and, but also make money. So he's very, Oh, he wants, he makes money. Let me tell you. So, you know, him and Elon Musk, you know, I could see how they wouldn't really get along, but I guess when their stars align, haha. Um, True. You know, it's nice to see Jamie Dimon come out for Elon Musk. And I am going to hold my, uh, my tongue on Elon and see what he does because I have no idea. And I'm not sure he does either. Well, Elon Musk and Jamie, they they've had, you know, uh, sorry, you know, they've had huge lawsuits against against you know, they, they they battle, too. But it's, I think, at a very high level and respected level and a difficult level. But you're really looking at two superpowers of men. Right. And I find it fascinating. And I, I have to believe that someone like Elon Musk, who is. He's got this really high, uh, you know, it, like he's, it's a humanity thing for him. I really believe that, you know, helping the the planet with the electric cars and, you know, helping them putting, putting uh, rockets up in space to help the, satellites. the world, satellites and, and the space station, all those things he's doing. He's got, he's the, he is the richest man in the world. And yeah. He's got the money. The only thing that one of the things I heard was like, should one man have so much power? Thank God he maybe has the desire to help as opposed to the desire to hurt because we see what money can do to corrupt people and power. And maybe he has so much money that he can't, that it, it just doesn't matter. He just, he can spend it how he wants it and do great things. And hopefully if the speech was negative and it wasn't real, it would be something that he would be able to get rid of, that he wouldn't and, allow it on. Well, or if the speech was real, it would it would be something to talk about and say this isn't right. It's it maybe it's it's better to know what people are saying than to hide what people are saying. If it's really coming from 
someone, you know, if, if they're really talking about it, then you can address it. I guess so, but we'll, we will remain to be um, either. Remains to be seen. <laughs> yes. We can discuss Elon Musk forever, but I, I have to say that when it comes to his space travels, I'm all in. I, I really do. And, and Tesla, I'm all in. I think that, thank goodness, we're just not relying on oil and we have a, a future plan. But because so otherwise, don't believe that that we can run our our cars on electric. But I don't believe that. I think that initially the it's a transition wasn't there, but I think it gets better and better. And I think that we will be able to do it. I really do. And it's going to be that hybrid because you don't want all electric or all oil because that gives too much power. So this way, you keep the balance of power, and we can. We can kind of figure it out. I wonder why there's not a solar powered car. Oh, I'm sure it's on its way. (laughs) I I guess if it's a rainy day, you could be stuck somewhere. (laughs) I want the uh, patent on it. (laughs) I'm sure. I doubt no one ever thought about that before, ever. Well, there's a lot going on in solar. I know. Well, that was just another aside. If, you know, in the. In that hurricane down in Florida. Oh, it was a hurricane Ian. Ian. Florida got demolished in so many places, but we are very good friends with the one of the people very involved in that Babcock Ranch, which was on minutes. And they were very close to Fort Myers. In fact, I was so worried about them because I knew where it was located. And then I saw in 60 minutes how they were. Barely hurt. I mean, nothing. It was like well, that's the because the and they had how they were dependent on power because of the solar fields of solar panels. But the solar panels with all that wind and everything, they they didn't lose the solar panels. Right, and their their houses didn't get flooded, and it was amazing to see and very exciting that we can make better choices in building and in all the in environmental ways that will help us instead of having living on a place where it's going to get washed away well you know think about it i I don't know where you live but where i live there's like poles and wires which bring us electricity i mean this is like a, a big grid across the country of poles and wires and we wonder why uh, At Bangkok, i think they're all underneath i think yeah and you and it, it takes time to to do that but the utility companies just go around and patch, 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 and just increase your your bills. And we really have to start looking at the infrastructure as a whole. But that's we've talked about that before. So yes. So on that note, on that note, we have some more interesting things to talk about. You want to take a quick break? Yes. Be right back. again jerry celebrity news or football news tom brady and giselle are in the news yeah tom brady wow he had such a career 
has such a career. Do you remember we were almost talked about him when it was the um, Super Bowl? Yes, we did. And I had looked at his cards for the year, and it really looked like he would be retiring. I was surprised that he ended up not retiring. But he went to another team. No, well, I think he'd already been at the. Oh, right, right, there right, right. Three years. 20 years at the Patriots, and then he went to Tampa Bay. Right. However, he might not have uh, quit football, but it looks like divorce is on the horizon because of that. Right. Something was ending. True. I guess that maybe was how I interpreted it to be football, but ultimately it looks like the marriage, which is... She was with him for a long time. They have two children. Let's look at the cards, see if, it make, if any of it makes sense to us. That's how we always start, with their personality traits and who they are. So Tom Brady. It's funny that you, we talk about it because he's a double ten of diamonds and a oh. diamond. So just like we were talking about Jamie Diamond, Brady he has diamonds. Yeah. Surrounded right. by diamonds. I mean, he's all diamonds. And so that 10 of diamonds is that successfully blessed card. He's got people and money and power. Everything is around him. And that queen of diamonds gives him. So it's a philanthropist card, but it's also someone who knows the value of things and really getting, knowing what things are, what, what they cost and how to handle things. And that queen of diamonds is a very complicated, it's a complicated card, but there's a lot of intuition there also. Now, how that relates to his wife, it's a little curious to me because Giselle, her first cousin ate of clubs. You know what that card is? Oh, she's smart. Also, you know, eight of clubs are very fixed. That's right. When they think something, they think something. Right. So she might have had in her mind for a long time that at a certain age, it would be good to quit because maybe they'd want to be rural together and she would want him to have uh, you know, some brains in his head left. Well, I think she also put her career on the back burner. And I think she wanted to move forward now. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure about that. I think she had a career going when she probably got married already. She probably already had her career. She right. was when she put her career on the back burner. But, I mean, she was, she's one of the richest women in the entertainment his, um, industry. So she's, she's a really a very um, powerful woman herself. She's also a jack of spades. Which is mm-hmm. interesting because remember we're talking about see how it works talking about the same cards and the same not even always on purpose. that way it's not, always themed it's not like we tried but she's got that jack of spades now for her just like when I was talking about who was it like Elon someone had the jack of spades um, but not tonight but it, it, we always talk about it, so. I think we talked about it. I'd have to like re- refresh my memory. Um, in any way, so she has the Jack of Spades. And the Jack of Spades, for her, I believe, is a very high-level card because she is very much into um, healing and, and holistic things. Like she went to a, a healer. And I think that she... She really puts a lot, she really believes in the energy surrounding the spiritual energy. Because that Jack of Spades could be someone who tells a lot of stories and does not is not a successful person. No, she's she's tuned in. But she's tuned in. She's she I think she's risen to a very high level. And then she's an ace of diamonds, which is someone who wants to you know, to, to do well and to, to love or money. I mean, she's got that same thing. So, I mean, I think that they worked for a long time together, 
Ace of Diamonds. I could see Ace of Diamonds getting along with the Queen of Diamonds and, and the Ten of Diamonds. But I think at this point in her life, she probably wanted to have a husband home more, you know, with her. Football, yeah, football is very, it's very intense. And he did say it was very stressful. So it's probably, it's it's like enough already. It's not like he's just going out and throwing a ball and coming home. And I'm sure he makes tons and tons of money, but I'm sure he's also has tons and tons of money between the two of them. So I don't think it's a financial decision. It's not about the money. I think maybe for him, I wonder if it's a, an escape thing. Like that's where he, like that's where he's happy. Well, that's where he shines. Right. Because he goes home and it's like, oh, dad's here. <laughs> it's like, he's not right. a celebrity in the house. Right. I don't know. I don't well, know. Um, no one's a celebrity. Me, let me know if that's true, but. No one's a celebrity in their own home. You true. Know? So they, so it's interesting, but now they're, you know, in the news. And I think that initially we hesitated to talk about him because, you know, we didn't want to get political with him because from what I've seen, he tries very hard to stay out of politics. Um, uh, <laughs> and there was some controversy at one point because a MAGA baseball cap was seen in his locker. So it was interesting when I was doing some research, I I saw that they had that, that he had an interview with Howard Stern. So that's oh, a yes. whole nother Howard Stern back in the day. Right. Shock jock. We could talk about him in a second, but let's just finish with with, with uh, Tom Brady. But he had a talk with him, and I was listening to this interview, and either they both knew Donald Trump over the years because First of all, Howard always had Donald on his show because Howard loves to be controversial and, you know, stir things up. And but he didn't like Trump being the president. Right. It's one thing for him to come on his show and talk about lesbians or whatever he likes to talk about. But it's another thing for him to be the president. Yes. But he He was asking Tom, so what's your story? You know, what's going on with you with him? And Tom said he hadn't really spoken to him in a long time, that he wasn't he, he wasn't in touch with him. And Howard brought up that he, there were rumors that Donald wanted um, Tom to date Ivanka. But, you know, I think I could see <laughs> Donald really wanting that over Jared. Oh, like, uh, you think? I, I think he would have preferred a football player instead of a, a Jewish real estate. <laughs> I don't know, but would he have sent Tom Brady over to to this to uh, uh, to deals over over you know overseas and in uh, the, with the Saudis and all that? No, he I'm wouldn't. Have. Sure, maybe he would have. You know, he would have been great for his. Uh, he could have had a whole another league over there. But in any well, way, he did try to have the golf there too, but that's exactly. another story. But so, it so what Brady said was that that um, Donald sent MAGA hats to the owner of his team, and maybe to him too, and it was in his locker, but it wasn't a sign that he was in touch but with. That him. was during the the Kaepernick time and take a knee, and it was very controversial. And you know, I Brady was. Clearly, I'm not getting involved. Like well, he was, but hopefully, he was staying he, neutral. But of course, like if you're going to be on playing currently, right now, you do not want to take a side because you're going to have half the country love you and half the country hate you when you're like a big football star. So he backed away. Well, you know, he should. Maybe there's controversies where he should have spoke up for his team members. But that's that's another conversation, right? But anyway, so that led, it led me to Howard Stern. Yes, is my a topic that I always enjoy talking about. You, Who would have thought? You know, our listeners are like, "Why are they talking about Howard Stern like they know him?" Because we do. It's so weird how 
life happens. Yes. Alice, my daughter, Allison, when she was going to school to kindergarten, I remember, I'll, I remember the first day of registration and meeting this woman, Allison, who had a daughter, Emily, and this other woman who had another daughter, they were friends. And they were very friendly to me. Gail. Yes. Yes, I just I remember. Then, not exactly radio. I didn't feel like I was going to name her, but whatever. Gail. Oh, okay. I just popped into my head. They were very, they were very um, friendly to me. And they, Allison was in school with them, with, with Emily and with, with Blaine. And they, they became, became, it was like the three of them always from kindergarten to, to the senior year. But the funny thing was what I, I remember distinctly one day, like when Allison was in like first grade or second grade, I mean, it was a while that I was sitting there thinking, going, wait a second, Emily Stern, Allison Stern. Are you kidding me? Did I not realize? Yes, I did not realize that my daughter was going to school with Howard Stern's daughter. So she she was in school with her for many, many years. And and I met him. I, I was at their house once or twice. And he is not at all what he portrays himself to be on the radio. He was very different in real life. I mean, he I remember him standing there going, yeah, I think I'm going to make them spaghetti for dinner. And I have to go to sleep early. I have to get up early. So I have to go to sleep early. It was really pretty funny, the one or two conversations I've had with him. But he would come to school to watch their shows. Well, he went to all the shows. We would oh. always see him at the theater performances. And that's why Allison and Emily and Flame were really great friends because they were always in the shows. Right. They um, were the theater girls. The theater girls. And when they, the whole auditorium would be very quiet when Howard would walk down and everyone would be sort of sneaking a peek, but no one would rush him. It, it, it's almost like here in Nashville where, when you see stars, they're just around you and you try not to be, oh, my God, look who's there. You know, you're very casual. Oh, look, there's um, Nicole Kidman. She looks good. You know what I mean? You just don't you just don't fall over people. There's really no that I know knock on wood paparazzi yet in Nashville. So I think that that was sort of how he was treated, that how it was treated in New York. But you know, how it's my age. So I, I was curious what his cards were because I've known him so long. I never looked at his cards. Isn't that funny? Yeah, it is funny because I always wondered, like, so what's he about? So he's a two of spades, which is the friendship card. Well, and so he, he's like us. Everyone's and he's a partner. So we, we're going to get into that in a second because we know who his partner was. But then he was a ten of clubs, which is that really mentally sharp sharp person and an eight of hearts. So that's this emotional power card. He had the ability to really, you know, touch people. He knew how to reach people. And that's, I get that for him. I see that. And his all time, his, his big sidekick was, was Robin. Robin, Robin Quivers. And you know she was a Leo, and what it Leos are always though that I I never supercharge that they're always so she's got a double five of diamonds, and, and Jerry the seven of spades seven of spades. Can you believe that? Of all the things that she's also so now the five of diamonds gives her the I believe that people who are in in the public eye. Five of Diamonds is a great card because they're meeting a lot of people. They're doing a lot of things. They're a lot of situations, moving around a lot. And that Seven of Spades is that doing things for for a good reason, you're going to have great success, you know, living it, living it the right way. And I just think it was really funny that she's another Seven of Spades on a day when, you know, Seven of Spades seems something that we keep talking about over the last few um yeah people Elon Musk. Elon Musk. Well, he a, yeah he was a double seven of spades i guess it was not the jack of spades seven of spades that yeah was to me. yeah but um you know i think they they oh, you know there what 
You know, we're going to have a cookie jar where you put a penny in every time you say, you know. Oh, maybe then I'll be rich. Good way to make money. Found your way. <laughs> I found my way to make some money. Instead of the curse jar, you're going to have the you know card. The you know, the you know the jar. The no jar. And, okay. you know, yeah. <laughs> Oop, there you go. I was also curious about his wife, his first wife, Allison, because I knew she her very well. Really nice. She was just a lovely, well, she still is. She's a really nice person. Right. Six of clubs, double six of spades, which is so strange. But yeah. She was on, she had a mission and I, she was very committed to him for a long time. And that six of spades is, you know, it, it's a, it's a card. It's a, it's a hard, she must have had a hard life. I, I don't really know a lot about her younger life. You know what I mean? But, you know, I I bet you she did because she was, you know, in her position, she was so humble and and, and nice. She Uh, she, she didn't get to her head. So I just don't really know what her early life was. But then he left. Yeah, Yeah, he's married to Beth now. And Beth is a king of clubs. Oof. Which is a perfect card for him. It's true. It's like me and you. He's got you have the king and and I have the ten of clubs. Right, and he's got the two of spades, and Beth has the two of clubs. Quarter of conversation, but she also has a six of spades, just like Allison, his first wife. So, and he felt quite comfort in that. You know, the they say you marry the same one again. <laughs> There's always something in that. It, there really is, you know, there's something about the next person. The next person yeah. is so similar to your first person. And that often happens. It so, does. It certainly does. But there, I, it's endless. We could talk about how it's certain endless because there's his children. I know all of them, but it's just, it was interesting how Tom Brady came up by looking how it came up by looking at Tom Brady. It's always like that when we start talking about famous people because they all know each other. Well, that, that's true. And I think we're going to end on one more person, but then start something because, you know, celebrities in the news that we talked about Tom Brady and we have the midterm elections coming up. So we're just going to do a brief look at Herschel Walker, another football player who wants to be in the Senate and represent Georgia. And I think we're going to do another episode on celebrities in 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 the Senate and the House or running for office. But let's just take a look at Herschel Walker because he's just I don't I don't even know what's China shop. That seven of spades. Exactly. He's another seven of spades, eight of hearts and nine of diamonds. You, but I'm not sure how you can how you can really evaluate someone who you know was knocked in the head way too many times. Well, we know he can run and catch a ball, but he can't speak in really intelligently, but they don't really seem to care. No, it's it's a shame, and there should be like a a a test you have to take before you run for office. But he, but he might get someone to take it for him. He would cheat, just like you know. Here, here's my pee. So he brings in his own pee in a cup. Yeah. You know, I, every time he tries to do something, I mean, I don't like people who are anti-abortion because, as far as I'm concerned, a man who decides a woman should go to jail you know, or committed a felony because she had a, was got pregnant, even if she was raped or had an ectopic pregnancy. But, but here's the thing. He's paid for abortions. What? He paid for abortions. Yes. He paid for, he got caught that he paid for abortions when it was inconvenient for him. Right. And then when it, but it's very convenient for him to be Oh, it's like an inconvenient truth. We could talk about Al Gore sometime. Yeah, he would love to save the planet. I know that. 
you know, finally, maybe people are starting to see climate change is real. But you know what? I heard Herschel Walker, I swear to you, I'm pretty sure I heard that him say that it was a climate change was a hoax. I think, you know, I think, I think if climate change is a hoax, science I think he's been been hitting the head once too often. And there's really something to the the concussions. There really Um, is. But do you want that person? All that person's going to do is like, you're going to be a, well, it's just a red Republican. Red. Just you vote whatever we tell you to vote. Yes, sir. Yes. Well, sir, and that, that's, yes. The, that's the sad part where we have to get back to who we send to the Senate. They're there for six years and they're not there to vote as a team sport. They vote. They're, they're there to really represent our state. Their and, own state. They're supposed to represent their own state and the people in their state. Right. So, so it's, it's really interesting. And, and I, and the people in Georgia might love him because he was a hero, but, but, but no, he wasn't a hero for playing football. It's it's that brand awareness football hero. Well, he's a football hero because he could win a game, but, but instead he's, he's running against Ralph Raphael Warnock, who's a, a pastor and like someone who is so, such a good person and has so much integrity. It's sad. Because- well, let's let's just hope that all the the conversation just makes people come out and vote. Yes, I hope and so. they do prevail. That that Raphael Warnock is is remains in his seat. Well, here on three sixty network for women, I think that we all need to make sure the women get their voices heard and. Vote what's in their heart. Not going to tell you what to vote for, but vote. Make sure you vote because if you don't vote, your voice isn't heard. And you're giving the other side two votes. That's true. So So really, you know, you stay home. The other side gets two votes. Right. So it's not time. And if you want to do the math, it's because if each person votes, it cancels it out. But if you don't vote, you give that person your vote. So that's two. There you go. There you go. Down is down is math. <laughs> I'm telling you, I don't even know if that adds up, but that's what I heard. That's what I was told. You vote because otherwise the other person gets two. Okay, that makes sense. And it, even though your state, my state, maybe are not swing states, we all we all care at all levels of government. That's the thing that's important. That we all have to be aware of it's still important who's on your school board and who's your attorney general and and all oh, that stuff we we never thought that was important it's very important what's in your state how your state well you know women never thought that their rights would go backwards 50 years we have our so children we, you know it's it's almost like we're on the treadmill we fell off and we have to get back on and start running again. So I I, I think we have to, on that note, on that note. we're going to be back next week. Yes, we will. And we might be traveling and we might be moving, but we will be back. And we'll continue this conversation based, we look at people from the day they were born, sets their personality traits. What we really love to do is the relationship dynamics between people because you know who you are in your heart, but it's like, what are, what are their cards? And why does that matter, Jerry? I did take that from you because you said, I have this, I know how we have to rebrand this. And I agree. Oh, my rebrand is not what's your birthday, it's what, what's their birthday. That should be our new brand. Anyway, I think that it's time to say. I'm Donna Bernard. Thank you for joining us. Jeffrey Isaacs, peace out.